Hello guys, uh, welcome back to Sizing Up. Um, I'm your host Jack Despec, along with my co-host. Colossal Maker here. And this episode is one I'm sure you guys have been waiting for. It's one we've both been waiting for. And I've lo- I would like to welcome your guys Kate to the podcast. Hello, it is I. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is here. Awesome. So um so this episode has been really anticipated. I've gotten a lot of feedback and messages on Instagram just saying how people are excited to hear this interview with you and I know you recently reached 10k followers on Instagram so congrats on that. Yeah, congrats. I really. did. Thank you. Yeah, very exciting. So, I mean, naturally I think we could just dive right in with that question. Um how do you feel like for example i i know when you first got onto the scene which felt like it was like near the beginning of summer if my memory serves me correct um but is it crazy going from just this jump in the summer alone just reaching 10k followers as fast as you have like that has been insane how do you feel about your growth pun intended how do you feel about your (laughs) growth into uh (laughs) To getting so much, um, you know, just getting a following this quickly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, like you said, I started like towards the summer. I think mm-hmm. it was the last week of June, and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I actually didn't know that there was a whole nother world deeper than just general feet fetish. Um, uh huh. But it it's. It feels pretty awesome that I was so welcomed into the community in such a short period of time. Um, and everyone has been so nice and very, uh, very welcoming and very forgiving if I have no idea what I'm doing with my content. Um, I, I've mentioned it a couple times in my post that I'm just some bitch that, oh, are we allowed to curse on here? No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I'm just I'm some person that shows their feet. So um, yeah, it feels pretty great that so many people will find my feet. So fascinating. Fair nice. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, um, be- go ahead, Colossal. Oh, thank you. Um, so I, I guess we could really start from there because you've kind of kind of started to lead into it, but like. So what exactly um, kind of led you, you know, into the fandom itself? Like, obviously, you've mentioned um, kind of having, like, your feet on display or whatnot. But was there, like, anything that once you kind of discovered this new community that kind of, I guess, propelled you, like, head first into it? Um, I mean, and then, like, really from that, you know, what what did you kind of enjoy about being a part of this new deeper side of the community than like say previously um, I'm sorry could you repeat the question please yeah oh definitely so so basically basically the question was um, with basically what led you to the deeper side of the fandom or the community um, based on the fact that you originally just started out you know showing your feet um, and then like what do you uh, kind of enjoy, or what did you enjoy when you first started beyond just doing feet stuff? And then how do you like it compared to like things now? Yeah, um, I did start off with just feet, and what propelled me into getting more into giantess uh, aspect of it was actually you guys. Um, the, the people that follow me, they're the one, they're the ones that request it. So, um, I, know, I guess I thank you guys for that, for really <laughs> pushing me into it. Um, but it, it's really fun. Um, at first I was very, I was very unsure of the whole giantess community and the, that whole world. Cause I didn't really understand it. But now that I've been in it for a while, it makes sense. I totally get it now. Um, again, everyone has been super welcoming and very kind in explaining why they 
think the way that they do or why they're fascinated with it. And okay. I am, I'm always interested in learning about how other people think. Um, cause I don't naturally think that way. So mm -hmm. yeah. Gotcha. That, that's fair. I can see that. I, I feel like um, when editors approach um, someone, especially someone who's a foot model, it seems like these days it usually transitions into, hey, you should try to push it in the giantess um, fetish right. aspect. And I, I feel like, especially these days, because um, being someone who's been into this fandom for 10 plus years now, um, I feel like you can see it, it's a lot more emphasis on it since there's a, so much more ways to like share that. Um, like it, I feel like the giantess fetish is a bit more, I don't know if you could say main, mainstream maybe, but oh, it absolutely is. After mm -hmm. that, everyone sent me links to resident evil. There's, I guess there's this one character that everyone was obsessed <laughs> with. They're like, man, oh, she's so yeah. hot. I want to bang her. Yeah, yeah, and I, <laughs> that's what everybody sent me. So I was like, okay, I get it now. It is definitely more mainstream than um, before. Because, again, I never knew that this branch of feet fetish existed until very recently. Okay. Then, then yeah, then, yeah. So it, it's crazy to see how much that has, like, come along, like, recently. Because it used to be something that was like a bit more hidden in the corners um yeah of oh, like definitely. what people are into so the fact that it's gotten so mainstream is always interesting to me but and and it's cool because i remember if if i remember i did if not one of your first edits um initially when you joined instagram yeah and um that was so cool to work with you and it's just been awesome to see you like be propelled so high. So, I mean, cause I'm sure you get a lot of requests and edits and, you know, just to be featured in, uh, just to get <laughs> a lot done because I feel like I see an edit with you at least every other day. Yep. yep yeah. I, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of requests and it's really difficult to navigate through all of them. Um, all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I try to, um, it's getting to the point where now I have to really prioritize my time, especially because this is not my, my whole life. Um, but yeah, when I first, first starting out, there was like an edit every couple of days, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I have a question for you guys now. Um, oh, you were no. saying how, yeah. Um, you're saying how before it was so such a small group of people that were interested in the giantess fetish. When did you guys find out that you guys had an interest in it? Was there a significant event in your lives that kind of introduced you to it? Um, I can go first, Colossal, if that's fine with you. That, go for it, man. All right. Um, so... Um, and, and this is the true, uh, test. So I'm going to answer your question with a question, Kate. Okay. <laughs> um, have you seen, have you seen or heard of attack of the 50 foot woman? Uh, I have been sent, sent some things about it, but I have, I'm not fully educated on that. Gotcha. Well, side note, definitely watch it when you can. Um, okay. but but um, that was the movie. Um, there's two versions of it. I uh, I grew up with the 1993 version, um, and I saw it when I was like eight. And I guess now you know you can see giants everywhere in like TV and film and um, other sorts of media. But I mean, there was something about the idea of a giant woman that was always just fascinating me just it's different because you're used to seeing you know men being power but seeing this woman be able to dominate and really take over and just you know single-handedly by herself just take charge that was always so fascinating to me and so cool and so yeah, that grew yeah <laughs> so i i mean i i said okay this is pretty cool to see a woman in charge so um over time, that developed 
and you know i wasn't sure how to uh you know find a way to like see how other people felt or find a community about that so um around um high school um i was just on youtube and i got this recommendation um and it's this site called giantzone.com and there's this guy he makes videos and it and i just there's just women destroying like paper mache cities and whatnot and i think that's when i realized like okay this is an actual thing in an actual community and maybe i'm not the only weird <laughs> one out there after all that would love to be shrunk <laughs> or be around a giant woman destroying buildings so um that's the short version of it there's the long-winded okay. answer but i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna take up the podcast time with that, but that's basically how I got into it, and um, okay. and you know, I didn't really think I found my community within it until I started doing edits in um, April of this year, and it's been cool to see everyone else in the community, you know, get behind it and see new people and models come into it with such an open mind. So it's been really awesome for me, and that that and that's been really awesome. So that's how I got into it. Yeah, thanks for sharing. What about you, Colossal? Um, yeah, so I, I, I've kind of touched on this a little bit in, the, in previous episodes, but I can add a little bit more to it. So essentially, the way I got into the, the giantess like, fandom in general was through my love of kaiju before. Um, so like like Godzilla, King Kong, stuff like that. Like that that's, that's what I grew up with. And then... And then something came along called the internet and um i i can't remember specifically but there's like i think there was one time that i was literally looking up like what are like movies about giant monsters and sure enough the um the original night um 1950 attack of the 50 foot woman popped up and i'm like huh that's interesting they actually have like a woman as not not exactly the the monster, but like the, the main focus of the film that they, I guess they kind of advertised as a monster. I don't know. It was it's it was the fifties. It was a little weirder than nowadays. But um, so when I found out, I'm like, okay. So I'm curious if there's more to this like giant woman thing. And sure enough, you know, if you do a few clicks on the internet it's like oh wow this this actually is like a it is a thing there is a community for it and so started kind of diving into like what all happened and then kind of like you jack the spec um you know went onto youtube found stuff there that uh got me even more invested and then um about 2018 i think is when i really dived head in um okay. when i started with um doing stuff on deviant art um because on there there had been a lot of already like already made giantess content um that for some reason i hadn't found before um and then that was also the time where it's like well i have the tools now to actually make those edits it's mm -hmm. like, do I want to, you know, add this chapter to my entrance of the Giantess fandom? And, um, you know, me being the ever, oh, what's the way I want to say this? The person who wants to push themselves to do new things and new creative projects, I, I eventually did say, yeah, heck it, I'm just gonna gonna start. So I started doing edits, and then I think when I started my Deviant account, it started out like maybe five pictures and then it grew into like, I think right now I have about 500 there. Um, mm. And then, so then, but once, uh, once I started on there, I actually met some people that I talked to that funny enough, I actually found on Instagram. Um, so it was, it was interesting because once I found them on Instagram, actually found the community so i found like found like uk found um steen i found like a lot of the bigger ones um and started you know going like well i suppose i could start here so yeah like yeah so that, that that's kind of how i've gotten into it um but yeah so it, it 
it's been a fun journey, and I, I honestly hope it gets even more exciting as it as it goes on. So, yeah, for sure. Um, Which is, it's pretty cool though. It, it it's interesting how there are a lot of different paths that get people to to this. So it, it's really insane to see how you guys just got into it via your different paths and everything. So just wanted to add that in. That's really cool. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah, definitely. I do have another question for you guys. Um, mm -hmm. Is it yeah, that? It. Is it that you guys are fascinated about being tiny, or that the woman is giant? I'll let you go first this time. Would it be wrong to say both? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, for me personally, uh, and I'm not going to speak for you, Jack, um, but. I, I think it really depends on the like the the situation or like the scenario and what you're looking at as so like if we're looking at it from the point of you know you're making a like a growing um, like any growing material whether it be collage photo um, like photo oh, well, rotoscoping there we go um, <laughs> or or natural video. Um, and that aspect, yeah, I, I do like the fact that the woman is growing to uh, giant or colossal size. Um, but then I also, I do, I do like the, well, let, let me say this. I do like, I do like having the, like the, the guy be tiny, but I think if it's done right, because... Because there are there are a few edits that I have seen, and and I'm not trying to call anybody out, and I am not saying I am perfect by far, because I'm totally not. But um, there watch there out, guys! Been... Hot take by Colossal coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but there have been some edits that I've seen on on both Instagram, on Deviant Arts, on Google, on wherever you know, pretty much wherever you can see photos, where there are some tiny edits. That you're like totally just they they don't do that aspect of the giantess fandom any justice, mm -hmm. um, because like again I'm 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 kind of a perfectionist so if if I see something that doesn't look like it's like really someone took the time to actually make it it kind of makes me cringe a little bit, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but like again, if it's done right, if it looks like like someone actually put in the time, then yeah, that's that's when I would like the tiny aspect of it. Yeah, you can definitely enough. tell. So for me personally, going to your question about liking the idea of being tiny or the woman being a giantess, um, I think I'm more on board with being tiny, like being shrunk. Um the idea, the idea of uh, being in, like, I used to have, like, day. I used to daydream in high school about the idea of being found by, like, someone I was crushing on, like, in the bedroom or something, and what would happen. So that's always been a thing for me. Um, I, I'm not against the idea of like growth, but I feel like you can't do too much on the aspect from that part. And mm -hmm. I feel like the dynamic and um, what could be the exploration of a, uh, um, of a relationship between tiny and giantess shrunken, tiny and giantess is more fascinating to me personally. Cause like it would have to depend, like say if, you know, you're um, if your girlfriend found you shrunk, what would happen in that situation, you know, or, mm -hmm. If you were like shrunk in high school and you know you were found by someone you were crushing on, what would happen then? You know, so mm -hmm. situations like that always appeal to me a lot more than um, a giantess being big and crushing everything. And don't get me wrong, chaos, thriving in chaos is fun and all, but um, I, I feel like the shrunken scenarios for me personally are more fascinating and more um i guess it's more personable to me so i think that aspect of um the fandom is 
you know, I, I like that better than um just pure giantess. But there's a place for it. I understand why people prefer that, but for me, I would prefer being tiny and shrunken. Would you almost call that more, I mean, even to go deeper than personal, would you say like maybe a little bit more intimate than... Okay, that's probably the right word for it. I would say so. I mean, just, I mean, just from how you're describing it, that's, that's how, that's what I'm getting off of, like, and, and I mean, I've seen that from a lot of different things with, you know, tiny and giantess together. So, but Mm -hmm. yeah, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, those are our answers for those that question. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, so I guess another question we would have for you is, how do you feel? Um, what are some things you like about um about being in the community? Like, is there any specific favorite thing you like to do in the community? Where that comes to regards to you know any requests you get, what you do with editors. Um, what are your favorite parts of the community? I I mentioned it earlier how I think everyone has been so nice and so welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's amazing how some people just feel very comfortable sharing their like fantasies with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because you you're saying earlier how before you didn't know there are other people that had similar interests with you. Um, and I've, I constantly get messages like that, like saying, I don't feel comfortable asking like regular people or any other, mm-hmm. uh, foot models to make this kind of content. Um, so I would say I, my favorite part is how trusting the community has been with me at least. Um, does that answer the question? No, yeah, no, no, I, no. I, yeah I, like it does. It does. Um, because I've no I've noticed it um when you post the stories for your reviews, I can tell that. Like right, yeah. Um it seems like people are very comfortable with sharing that with you and um and that's always good because I think another underrated aspect of um this is that getting into character and getting into that mode of being like and I guess we can't say because you know we're naturally tinies in the in the pecking order but <laughs> um <laughs> but i guess that leads to another question like you seem to get into the character of being a giantess very well from what i've seen and from what your Thank reviews you. say um so like i've seen like i like i feel like you're really good into getting the character personally um personally and like, how do you get into that mode? Like, does it come natural? Do you have to work up into it? Do you feel like you're better in character than you were when you first started? Like, mm-hmm. what's your process when you go about making a custom video, just trying to get into the idea of being a giant woman or being around a shrunken yeah. person? Uh, well, first off, thank you. Um, it sounds like there are a couple of questions mentioned in there, so I'll try to answer them in <laughs> Uh-huh. I can remember. Um, no problem. <laughs> yeah. So when I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I feel I'm a lot better now because I've, I've had practice. When I am getting into character, um, I've always been really big on role play. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's fun for me now that I have a stronger understanding of the whole fetish or the giantess concept. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to just really check out of who I am normally and be a giant. Um, I've noticed how this fetish is typically more of a, it's a, how do I describe it? The female giant is mean, um, mm-hmm. which is fine because I can absolutely be mean. I feel like every girl <laughs> can be mean <laughs> and it's all about trying to exploit that and right. put all that energy into whatever you're making my thought process when working on a custom is of course I always ask for more information I think it's so much easier um, to create what you want if you actually tell me what you want right um, 
and then I'll always like sprinkle in my my personal touch to it. Um, man, I have such squirrel brain. I probably <laughs> lost track of what I was trying to say, but um, my thought you're right, you're behind right. creating a custom is I I work. You guys give me the bare bones of what I'm gonna work with, and I I build around it. If someone gotcha. is wanting to. If, if they're more fascinated about being stomped on, I'll I'll put that in there, but also lead up to it. Right. I used to do a lot of creative writing when I was younger. So I think that's helped me a lot with coming up with a storyline. Because um, I know some people, they're still trying to figure out what they like. Right. And sometimes rocked about, they're not as comfortable sharing their, their fetish with me, which is fine. I'll work with that. Um, so I'll just, I'll come up with a little scenario that makes more sense. Cause I've seen some other work, um, when I was first starting out that it didn't really make sense to me, like why a scene was happening. It's kind of like when you're watching porn and like the plumber is over, then all of a sudden like everyone's naked, like it needs to lead up to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's funny you bring that up because that's what me and uh, Colossal were talking about in our last episode. Um, right. We were talking about like the narrative in Giantess content where there's just context missing and there's no explanation of as to how this is happening or why this is happening. It just mm-hmm. happens. And I and you touch on a good point. Like, first of all, it's really good that you want to have some backstory or some context to that because a lot of scenes that you find or a lot of content that you find is that you know um the woman is giant and she's just destroying everything but there's no backstory as to why like what happened behind the scenes to cause that to happen or like i was saying in last week's episode you can't just sit here and expect me to believe that um, you as a tiny are shrunk already, and the person you're with is gonna, just gonna lose all feelings for you within right. seconds because you're tiny. It makes no sense mm-hmm. to me. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel that's something I feel like it's a little lacking in the um, fetish. You know, um, it's important to have that story in context. So, and it, and it's pretty impressive to hear you have that detail in when you're making your content, like, and oh, yeah. it's such an element. That, uh, go that, ahead, Colossal. No, I, I was just going to say that, like that part of your aspect, I can definitely, I totally respect because like, I, I, I do that with a lot of my projects outside of this fandom. So I actually go through that process of, you know, well, we have a concept, but there's not really any meat to it. So I kind of had to add the meat to it in this uh-huh. case. Um, but yeah, like I, I love the people who actually take the time to put that detail into whatever work they're doing, because I, I think honestly, in the long run, it just makes that material that much better. Um, it, it, and, and it's apparent that it's better because of all that preparing and whatnot. So yeah, just, I agree 100%. Um, I'll let you exit. Or did you have well, a question I, for us? I, I do have a follow. Well, I have I have a follow up for Kate. Um, sure. So you you've kind of touched on like um, the, I guess angry or like destructive giantess, like and then putting like putting all the effort into that. Um, not that I can re- that I can recall, but. I'm sure you probably have. Have you ever had any instances where someone has asked you to be like a gentle giantess at all? Or, and yeah, of you, course. Um, so, okay. So with that, which one do you prefer more to, to do? The angry kind of stomping, just like killing tiny giantess or the <laughs> kind and gentle, I'm not going to kill you. I might put you, you know, somewhere to be stored, but I won't kill you or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I enjoy both for sure, but playing a an evil giantess is definitely more fun. There's, <laughs> okay. a, there's a lot more you can do. Um, also, something I don't think I've shared this, but I am super big on like scary movies. So a lot of 
my my evil giant and stuff like i like pull from from that kind of content cool um, okay that is awesome yeah so i just have like, a lot more to work with with that but being a gentle giantess is fun too normally the scenario is like okay well like now you're my slave and i'm gonna keep you around and you can only do this for me um i do like how whether you're an evil giantess or a gentle one you're still very very much the dominant one right um, right yeah i guess it depends on on my mood <laughs> I that feel makes, that. I feel that. That, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> That's so. awesome. Yeah. Creating giantess content is actually, it's been therapeutic for me because if I'm having a rough day, I can just like, I can make a custom and it can normally come out really good if I'm really pissed off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, That's awesome. I mean, whatever works, right? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so. Yeah, um, so I guess now that we kind of talked about the things that you do like, next question for you is, what parts of the community or uh, the Giantess fetish fandom in general do you not like? Because I'm sure there, there are aspects of it where, I mean, as much as, I mean, so far you've, made it very clear that you know you're you're totally invested in this but are there ever times that there's things just like that pop up that make you like oh gosh like why am i why am i a part of this fandom for xyz that's not me saying like you want to completely be out of it but like let's just say you have an off day and Mm -hmm. it's you know something happens that it's like i'm just i can't deal with this today um, so do, do you have any moments like that that have happened, you know, through your tenure so far of, you know, being? Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely the, there, there are two main pieces that I struggle with the most. One is the time commitment. I wasn't expecting to, uh, blow up as fast as I did. So when when you're getting like 25 orders in a day and some of them are very elaborate, some of them are very, uh, very short. It's, it's difficult to manage my time because I still, I still work full time and I have like a personal life and um, it's really difficult to organize it. And also Instagram, the platform doesn't really, it doesn't really help me organize my messages. So I'm constantly Mm -hmm. having messages pop up to the top of my feed Mm-hmm. And things just always get lost or I confuse people's orders sometimes. Um, so that is my first thing. And then my second one would be, it, it doesn't necessarily pertain specifically to the giantess fandom. It's, it's people. Mm-hmm. Um, in every community, it's, you're going to have some, some bad apples. Some people are going to be too pushy. Some people are going to be rude. Some people will send the the unsolicited dick pic, you know, just like regular stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. But there, there's there's no way to escape it. I've learned to just, you know, roll with the punches. And I I can I can be very not mean, but um very I don't direct. like to be pushed. Yeah, very direct. I don't like to be pushed. Um and I don't like to be pressured into doing anything I don't want to do. So right. when someone's like, um Will you eat 20 goldfishes? Uh, why don't you stomp on this little animal and record it for me? Um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, which is fine. Like, I, I don't, we don't kink shame here. We do not kink shame. But that's right, something right. that I don't want to do. Um, so I really dislike when people try to push you into doing that. Um, because at the end of the day, they're, they're just people. And if they want something, they can try to push for it. That's fine. Right. Um. But I don't, I don't mess with that. <laughs> gotcha. I feel that. Yeah. I feel yeah. that. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that's just some, like, I feel like we could have our share of stories about oh, definitely. just people. Like, um, like, you don't know how much I've been, like, just said, hey, can you record this with me? Can you show me your feet? I'm like, I'm not Steen. 
<laughs> I'm not seen. <laughs> it has my name on it, but I'm not her. I usually uh, direct them to um, Steen if that happens, but like I get it. Like I know what creators go through. Like for editors, I'm pretty sure we've had our fair share. But yes. I always think it has to be ten times worse for you guys, the models, because oh, like definitely. um the amount of messages you get per day, I'm sure is insane. First yeah. of all, uh. and just waiting your way through what's actually genuine and you know, what you want to do and what people are giving you reasonable requests, and that's cool. And then you have your weird bad apples that will, um, some of them are just tame, and then there are some that are really extreme, and it's, uh, it varies so much. Um, so yeah, I mean, kudos to you for being able to roll with that and right, yeah, deal with it. And as, as quick as you surged in popularity on the fandom itself, like, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot, but at the same time, I I have to give you props for being able to manage all that. And it's a lot, but I, I have to give you props for that. Thank you. Yeah, I, it definitely helps that I'm very dominant in real life. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I would say I'm probably like nicer on the internet than I am in person. Um, <laughs> just because I, I do not like to be bothered. <laughs> mm, fair Deal. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you guys have any other questions for me? Um, actually, I do. Um, just going off for things here. Um, so we, we've talked about how you started. We've talked about um, kind of your process and everything. Um, but I think one thing we, we didn't touch on quite yet from like your beginnings to now um, is because, well, I guess you, you slightly touched on it but like you you said you looked around like when you started posting on instagram and you like you didn't understand you know the i guess like ideas or the the meanings behind like all the videos or clauses or whatever um Mm -hmm. was there by chance though like any accounts or any models or any creators that like um when you did see them kind of gave you like the inspiration to kind of do more like was there anyone that you kind of looked up to that has been that had already you know posted stuff onto instagram like giantess wise or i when i first started i don't think i really paid attention to specific creators um i did notice how all the foot models they it they, they typically post regular pictures of the feet and then like every once in a while they'll do something in a giantess pose Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any creator that just does one. Um, I have a couple of creators that I do follow now that I just think like their content is so beautiful. Um, and their page is so aesthetic because like my page is not aesthetic. Like I have no rhyme or reason with what I post and some other pages <laughs> are definitely more calculated in what they post. And I really appreciate that. Nice. That's fair. That's fair. I, I feel like, um, I feel like, and um, do you like to add on to Colossal's question? Do you uh, build all like? Because I know there are you don't have that many posts, like because I know some models have like hundreds upon hundreds, and then there are some that only have like thirty. Some have only like fifteen. So it varies, and most of uh, the posts they have on their page is you know what you're gonna get when you order a custom, but um. When you look at other models' posts, um, does that lend more into your ideas for customs? I think it does, but I, I don't see many people posting ones with intricate plots. It's more of like, um, I found a tiny spying on me and I'm going to crush them. Um, right. I don't really see anything beyond that. Uh, I think there are very few core giantess poses um and once you've done those cores like that's it everything else you it's more of like lighting the quality of your camera um the background um in your face i yeah 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 i can see that um 
and you know, shout out to you and the models that actually do that makes editing on us a lot easier. Oh yeah, so much so, so much easier. Just want to shout that out <laughs> real quickly. And then another question, I guess, like, where do you think you see this going? And mm-hmm. like, um, because like you said, and I know we touched on it, like, your popularity has been quick. Where do you see this going in terms of uh, the future? And what do you expect to do with it? Is there any specific goal you're reaching for? Or like, is there anything specific you're going forward with this, either with other creators or um, other editors or any other models? Like, I, I've seen you do a lot of cool stuff with uh, World Unseen Films. And um, that's been cool. Um, I know we briefly touched on doing a shoot if you're ever in Chicago one of these days. Um, but is there anything in the future that you want to do with this page to let it continue to grow and any new collaborations, anything special that people should be on the lookout for? Yeah. Um, so I actually don't know what, what I want to do long-term with this page, but Mm -hmm. right now I'm doing it as a hobby. I really enjoy it. And I think, um, Working on orders and responding messages, it can be exhausting. So I want to keep it as a hobby. So that way it just stays fresh. Um, I just made OnlyFans for my account uh, with the same username. Um, I As for future projects or other collaborations, I, I'm more open to shooting with studios and other creators. I just... I, I personally don't know many people that do feet content or are like open with it. Um, mm-hmm. So as for collaborating with other models, uh, I'm so open to that. I just don't know how one would approach that. Um, I have been talking to a couple of people to maybe have like a, a foot slave or something featured in a couple of my videos, but um, still waiting to to have that made um it, it, it's tough because i also don't want to get murdered with them meeting people yeah. that are like more open with their fetish um for now it's just keeping things on instagram seeing how far i can take it um i guess we'll just keep going until instagram takes me down <laughs> Again. oh yeah That's yeah it. um i'm sure we could all three of us could probably do a podcast about airing our grievances about Instagram until the cows come home. Oh boy, yes. yeah, yeah, and that's why I don't have any pictures up because um, I just I'm worried about someone reporting a picture that like is offensive. I remember I had a tongue picture taken down. And I'm like, it's literally just the inside of my mouth. But all my other pictures were very, very similar. Right, but that one mm-hmm. got reported. So it, huh. I don't know. Um, and I feel like that's, I mean, my micro comment on it, but, um, like if you, if I feel like people either do that, if they don't get what they want from said creator or, or model, and they just go out of their way to just dump on them because they feel like, you know, oh, I was wrong. So I'm going to take away everything you did. And it's kind of just, you know, ridiculous. Oh, and, yeah, uh, definitely. yeah. And it's definitely not fair that um, Instagram, because there are so many worse things. There are s- there's so much worse on Instagram. Um, oh, for sure. Like, yeah. like legit. Like, there is legit porn on Instagram, and what 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 we do, all three of us, we it's not even to the level of that. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, not. I don't understand why Instagram. It's a weird bias, and I don't want to get into that topic. That's probably a, an episode by itself, but um, for sure, yeah, <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it is frustrating. That got deleted. Yeah, <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah. Yes, and if they have not returned, we will find a way to bring them back. Yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely. Back Definitely. Dead. Back for yes. <laughs> um. Man, I lost my train of thought again. Man, this is the worst. I feel like with every year, I'm just getting 
like I'm already getting like early Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> I'm too young for that, but like I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It happens. It's yeah, it's okay. We we all have those days. Oh thank you. <laughs> Um, um so did you... oh go ahead, go, go ahead go ahead jack go ahead no no you can go ahead okay. <laughs> this is what um, i'm saying like everyone in the community is so nice oh you go ahead oh no you're fine go ahead um, we, we, we've literally been like that from the first day we recorded together so well actually <laughs> like not to sidetrack here but like i think honestly like whenever you and i jack um like even start talking about this podcast like just the like we we were like the nicest people to each other and we didn't even know each other like it i was, know it was <laughs> so cool how like, so cool. i love that and it's funny how i think even to this day I, I i i don't know why but it's like jack and i have like this hive mind that we literally whenever we come up with ideas it is literally the same idea <laughs> like that's that's not planned or anything. It's it's just promise you was not planned. Are you guys like soulmates? Um, is that what it is? Probably. Probably. Or there's a bigger cosmic reasoning for why we are somehow having the same ideas at the same moment in time. Who knows? Yeah. You know. It's wild because all it just started with is, hey man, want to make a podcast? <laughs> <Didn't>... <laughs> Here we are. Well, well yeah, because like I, I think yeah, you shared like so I, I, I originally had a, a story asking like if people would be interested in it, and then you reposted it. Thankfully you did because then fine people finally started paying attention to it. But um yeah. No, that was that was a fun day. That was it was a fun, fun day. And <laughs> now we have this podcast. I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah oh definitely. Um so I guess. We did have so we did have two fan questions that were submitted. One has basically already been answered by you. Um, the other one, so this is kind of a creative question, so take it as you will. Um, but the question is, do you think a giantess and a tunny could fall in love, like realistically? Absolutely. I mean, you go out. Um you can go out to like a really popular mall or something and you'll see like a really tall girl with a really short guy. It's okay. We all love, we all love short King every once in a while. Um, <laughs> and I, I definitely can see it happening to an even greater extreme. So for sure. Nice. Yeah. It, I see uh, with, with the, you know, the, the taller woman and the, I don't want to say no, like normal size, like five, foot whatever guy or whatever but like mm -hmm. I, I've had a lot of people where you know some are for that they're like oh yeah you know you should you know that's totally fine but then like I've also heard the other side of it it's like well you really shouldn't date someone who's taller than you it's like well maybe but I, I think the more important thing is is if the two of them if they truly like each other and if they like truly get along like the best together, then why the heck not? Like, yeah, I, I, I just it, it baffles me why people think height is a factor in not dating or dating somebody. Like, no, yeah. I mean, I, I will admit, like, I do have the height that I, I would prefer to date. But like mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not going to be one of those people. It's like, oh, if like the woman's six foot tall and you're only like five. I don't know, nine or something like right. that's really not going to happen. Like it, it just, I don't know. Like I, I, I wish people could be a little more open in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's because a lot of people don't want to get um, just, just like how women get really insecure about the way they look. Guys feel the exact same way. Um, mm -hmm. One of the main factors is their height. And sometimes it's really hard to, to remember that at least from the woman's side of it. Um, it's also the social norm, right? To be like, okay, the guy is right. taller and the girl is a shorter one. Right. Um, but I, I do see in recent years, things are changing and it's a lot more, um, more, it, it's like, not as rare as it used to be. 
Right. Um, like it's it's more think, it's more think, accepted like these days. Kind for of. For sure. I don't think people realize that like girls, um, for the most part, the main thing you need is a good sense of humor. Like if you can make a girl laugh, you got her. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. I I always joke with my friends that man, I I was born in the wrong universe because if there was just and I'm over my friends about. <laughs> The giant is fetish, so I usually tell them I wish we there was a universe where it's just women are fifty feet tall and that's it. That would be awesome. But I agree. It's nice to see a trending change with people being not so focused on height, but more of how that person is in personality. That's mm-hmm. more important in the end. For sure. Looks and big. and that's what you need, like and I feel like um, people who have been within this fetish kind of toss that to the wayside because, you know, if you, if you have a giantess fetish, then some, there has to be some aspect of you that doesn't care about height, you know? But um, it's a good qu- That was a good question. It was a fascinating question to ask. And I feel yeah, like yeah. it does kind of just, you know, lend, it, lend into what's going on in today's uh, world, you know? it's more open and more accepting and, and it's, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. And like, For sure. like, like you and I talked about last episode, Jack, um, like um, we talked about some, some of the scenarios we wish we would, we could see um, like creators make um, for instance, you know, like we, we've kind of talked about it a little bit today, but um, like the fact that, you know, maybe a, a tiny guy and a giantess, who the giantess is normal, but the guy is tiny, but they're like their boyfriend, girlfriend. And mm-hmm. but like seeing the relationship, like actually like a, like the, like a proper relationship, not a, um, you know, like we said, well, you're tiny now. So you're, you're, you know, inferior to me. Um, Cause like we met, like um, you and I talked about um, the bride of the 30 foot bride of candy rock. Where it literally went through the entire lifespan of this normal guy, his wife somehow, you know, grows to 30 feet. I don't remember why, but um, they, you know, they still love each other. They even get married. Um, and, it, and it, like it goes through the entire process of that. And I, I don't, again, I think I mentioned it last episode too, but I'll mention it here again. Like, I feel like it'd be interesting to see more of those scenarios. Uh, I'm not now. That's not me saying that I don't want to see scenarios where they do get married and then the wife is like, "Yeah, I'm totally not liking my husband being tiny anymore, and I want to get rid of him." That's still totally an option, um, but I just feel like I want to see. Like, I, I feel like it'd be more organic mm-hmm. if, um, like, we actually saw that life process happen. I'm not again not saying everything needs to be it, but it would be a nice change. Um, I think it'd be a nice refresher for like content, but that's just me though. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I, like like we all touched upon it earlier. Context is everything, and if you don't have that, then you know, like there's no narrative to really get invested in. Right. So I agree. For um. Sure. Did you have any other questions for us, Kate? Yes. It's one that I think is probably going to be the most important question, and it's near and dear to my heart. Okay. Pancakes or waffles? There's only one right answer. Oh, man. There's only one right answer, too? I was hyped to answer this question. (laughs) I'm so hyped when you uh, brought it up to me. No pressure. In the pre... uh, Before we went live. Um... Let's see. I, I, uh, pancakes, pancakes for me. I, uh, I love pancakes and, um, I, it's just been the breakfast food I've grown up with because like my family used to never make pancakes, but we would always go to Denny's for breakfast sometimes. So <laughs> getting a grand slam and getting those two fluffy pancakes yes. is just like, the best thing ever and to this day whenever my friends are like hey let's go to denny's at like 2 a.m and i'm like okay i'm down i got nothing to do i mean i have work in six hours but let's get some, let's get sure. some pancakes man right. so 
I, I love me some pancakes. It's it's the ultimate breakfast, lunch, dinner, food. Whenever you need it, pancakes are there. So that <laughs> that's just my personal pitch for like why pancakes are like the undisputed breakfast of champions ever. Not gonna go on a spiel <laughs> because this is a giantess podcast, but pancakes forever, man. Yes. That's no, my I answer. Enthusiasm. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to be the odd odd duck out here, and uh, I'm actually say uh, French toast. <laughs> um, don't don't get me wrong. Like I I love waffles and I love pancakes, but like I think honestly, if I had to pick, like I would actually do French toast. Um, I don't I don't know why. It, it just it, it's more. I think. The reason I would say French toast mainly is because you can like you can actually like dip that in stuff, mm -hmm. um, and I mean yeah you can yeah you can dip waffles and pancakes but like you have to tear it apart to do that. Too much mm -hmm. effort, right? Like so with French <laughs> toast, most of the time you can it's a lot more easier to. When well, I mean they come out with like French toast sticks too. It's like. So that just makes it so much more easier. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to be that guy that says uh, none of the options. And I'm going to make my own option of French toaster. But uh, um, but if I am to honestly answer this question. Um, oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say waffles. Okay. Um, mainly, because, mainly because um, so when I was in in chicago for college um there was this place that i found with my dad um that so i can't remember what this what the place was called but um what the, like they made these most like unique waffles and they mixed it with stuff that you never like imagine would be good with waffles mm -hmm. but like it was so good like i think my dad got like waffles and uh like ham and cheese mixed together or mm. um yeah like stuff like that and yeah so probably probably waffles because pancakes yeah you can mix like the blueberries and all that stuff into the batter but i i feel like if you can actually combine like two different foods together like that's yeah that's a lot better so okay well thank you guys for your honest answers um <laughs> You guys can feel free to cut that out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that, 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 that's staying. <laughs> that's staying. This is staying. This, it's going to be a little fun fact. So, <laughs> yeah, There's nothing wrong with person. that. Well, nice. Nice. Yes. Here, here, here's a question, though, with, with the waffle thing. So do you eat your waffles with um, like just like syrup or have you ever eaten your waffles with like um, jelly or anything? Um, I prefer syrup and like a shit ton of whipped cream. Like okay. yes. I'm a whipped okay. cream slut. Yes. Um, <laughs> Do you ever add strawberries to the whipped cream? Oh yeah. Okay, perfect. I was gonna say if you didn't do that, then I don't think you're doing it right. So no, yeah. No, like I I'm actually like very slim, but I can eat. I grew up in a state where like we're all obese. But I have a really fast metabolism, so I know how to eat good food. Nice. Awesome. Anyway, awesome. A lot of sugar. So much sugar. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I feel like I already know the answer to this. But does that mean you would rather do you would you rather prefer to eat tinies or crush tinies? Although, like I said, I feel like I know the answer. <laughs> I, th I think I know the answer. So too, I but... think uh, I would rather crush them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I do not I know the better. answer. Wait, yeah, you had oh wow. I, I, yeah, I would rather crush them because, like, mm -hmm. I don't know the idea. I know some, some of my, my fans like the idea of like being like eaten alive and stuff, but uh -huh. yeah, something like that doesn't sit well with me. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't eat anything that is living. Oh, okay, then, okay, that's, Cause that's like... good because, yeah, yeah, there, I've, uh, yeah. Yeah, there there's some yeah. models out there that uh oh boy. Yeah, they yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll that, that is that. fine. You know, they gotta they gotta pay their bills. Right. It's fine. Yeah, it's wild. No, no, like, no, I, no disrespect to them or anything. I'm just definitely not my thing, but yeah. yeah. 
like kudos to them like I'm, I'm glad that someone is out there to you know cater to the people because they wouldn't do it if there wasn't a market for it right exactly you just you just never know you just never know yeah um do you have any other questions for us nope that was the only one i really cared about awesome <laughs> excellent cool. breakfast food art breakfast food is an important question it's the most yes. important meal of the day so for sure can't yeah, blame you can on that always, one yeah i can talk about fetish and food all day fetish um, and food yes that's a Anyone who's listening out there, that's a podcast waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. A, I will listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your co-host. Well, welcome, you to, go. welcome to the Food Fetish Network. We are now going to talk about how waffles are now the new <laughs> fetish lead in the Food Fetish mm-hmm. Network. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do get a lot. I've been Lately, I've been getting a lot of requests for food for like customs that involve food whether it's like me eating stuff or like me stepping on it i haven't had any requests where it's like rub chocolate syrup all over yourself or anything like that but oh geez um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm waiting for it i'm waiting (laughs) yeah Yeah. everything in this fetish i'll tell you one thing everything in this fetish evolves into something oh It, it takes it it will take a turn so if not sooner, rather than later. Although I won't be surprised when this uh, releases, you'll probably get blown up with such requests. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it could happen. It should. It could happen. Sorry, 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 not sorry. It's fine. I'm here for it. Nice. There we go. There we go. Love to love to see it. Cool. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think this is a good stopping point. Then. Um. Mm-hmm. So first off, uh. Thank you, Kate, for joining us today. We're we've more than thrilled to have you on today. And I I I know Jack and I have definitely loved our conversation with you. Um and you've actually made it really interesting. So thank you for that aspect of it as well. Yeah, you you pushed us. You pushed us when you were coming <laughs> back with the questions. And I'm like, oh man, like, okay then. Um so yes, thank you for being on. You've been such a great guest. And yeah. Um, thank you guys for having me on. It was fun. Definitely. And um, if you want to come back in like season two, feel free to your the door is always open for you. Yep. So awesome. if you ever want to come back on, just let me or Colossal know and we, we would love to have you again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a lot of story times. Oh awesome. 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 <laughs> awesome. That that's perfect. Um, um so yeah, so um also thank you to the for all of you listening to this episode of Sizing Up, um, uh, s- next week we have GTS GTS Deluxe. There we go. Um, which will sadly only feature Jack the Spec because my schedule next week is crazy, so I will not be able to join Jack next week. Um, so he is soloing it like I did with GTS FX edits. Um, but I, I still have faith in him, so I know he can do it. Um, I appreciate that, brother. I do, really do. <laughs> I got this. I, I got I got the podcast, and I got you. Nice. Um, but yeah, you so guys are soulmates. I, I mean, at this point, we might as well. We have to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so um, Kate, for people who may be hearing of you for the first time, which I don't know how, but if that is the case, um, where can they find you on Instagram? Yeah, uh, my username is your goddess Kate and the number two. Awesome. Um, and then so for me, you can find me on Instagram at um, just Colossal Maker, or I think the way Instagram might have it is Colossal Maker 2021. I don't know. Um, one of those two would should work. And then um, for my co host here, where can they find you? You can find me at Jack the Spec on Instagram or at Jack the Spec on Twitter. I recently made a Twitter. Just if you guys need to find me there for content, I know Instagram has been on its BS lately. So mm-hmm. in case anything happens, go there. But at Jack the Spec should be pretty simple from there. Um, and I think that should do it for this episode. So I'll go ahead and uh, close up shop here. All right. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you guys. Thank you. And thank we'll you for joining. And uh, for the rest of you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining in this week's episode. Um, 
like Colossal said, I'll be handling the interview with uh, GTS Deluxe. Um, and then the week after that, it will be me and Colossal Maker talking about another topic. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure who our guest was for the week after that. Oh, I, oh, I want to say it's freaking Becca. It might be freaking Becca. Oh. Okay, okay. We'll confirm we'll confirm that on our stories at some point. But um with that being said, I'm Jack the Speck. That was Blossom Maker. That was your goddess Kate. And we'll see you guys on the interwebs and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Sizing Up. Thanks. Bye. Bye guys.